We live in a world where having sex every minute is the norm. And if you're not indulging in it, then with you, something must be wrong. So I guess we should just start. Welcome to the 21st century, where sex has been elevated to the point of a basic need. Here, sex is the easiest thing to get. Anywhere, anytime. Sex is just a random physical act. Once again, the mainstream media hasn't disappointed. From the movies we watch to the music we listen to, there's the enormous pressure to be sexually active and have great sex all the time, no matter what age you are. Consequently, Foolish adults and children alike are now engaging in casual sex. Have you had sex before marriage? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I say children because we can't ignore the huge role played by the media in sexualizing children and normalizing having sex even at a very young age. With minimal effort, you can now sleep with as many people as you'd like. For now, hooking up is the real deal. All you need is a simple text like, Hey, you up? What are you doing? Netflix and chill? These are all codes for hooking up. It's just that simple. With Netflix and chill, the host gets to put on a really boring movie that they both pretend to watch until one of them makes a move on the other one. So then they end up focusing on each other all the way to the bedroom. What's your body count? Ah, the question that determines the level of respect a man is given in these streets. Yeah. What's your body count? Seven. Eight. It's under ten. Above fifteen. And yes, if your body count is more than your grandfather's age, I've lost count. I've definitely lost count. I lost count at 190. Then you're considered the goat. How unfortunate it is that now sex is the closest thing we have to love. You see, the world is having great sex to cover up for deeper issues like loneliness and insecurities. We're just afraid of getting hurt in the name of love, so we settle for casual sex. Love needs work, but we've become lazy and complacent and afraid to let ourselves love. We're having sex to fill a void inside, but it only ends up leaving us wanting more. It's like a drug addiction that never really fills us. Now, I'm not saying sex is bad. In fact, it is a good thing in and of itself, but casual sex. No relationship, no emotions, just sex. Whatever happens, we stay friends. When the media heavily pushes this lifestyle, they fail to tell us what it brings with it. You see, the amount of pleasure that you experience in the process cannot compare to the emptiness that follows right after. It's the kind of emptiness that leaves you questioning your whole being. Casual sex promises fulfillment and connection, but it only delivers emptiness, isolation, and loneliness. It's all just empty pleasures. And casual sex, when you think about it, how selfish is it really? They say it's just for fun, and they're right, but only in the moment. As we've established, what about the aftermath? Feelings get hurt. Oh, you're crying now. What else is new? Someone is always bound to get hurt. Don't fool yourself. The girl you call your friend with benefit is only sleeping with you, hoping that later on you'll want to commit to her. The man you love is only texting you in the middle of the night when his bed is cold. And the woman you love only wants you when it's convenient for her. You know, casual sex is like, so long as it benefits me, who cares if it harms you? But you might argue, if casual sex is consensual then, what is the problem? To which I would ask, why would you reduce yourself to a piece of meat? Why would you reduce yourself to just a plaything? Why reduce yourself to a mere sex object? Why should you be with someone who only wants you for sex? As if that's all you have to offer. Is that all there is to you? Ugh, don't get me started on the happiest sexualized nature of dating these days. Where in order to prove your love to someone, you're manipulated into having sex with them. If you love me, you're definitely going to have sex with me. And if you don't, it means that you don't love me, so what's the point of being together? I've been dumped once because of this reason in my early teens. Two times, actually. Oh. 
three times. Well, as an adult too. Like, dude, how do you expect to hit it without putting a ring on it? But to the people who demand sex in the dating stage, what is wrong with you? Do you usually hear yourself when you articulate this? Do you not realize how selfish and manipulative this is? For this reason, people have sex because they think that they wouldn't have a shot at love if they didn't. However, they just don't stop to think for a minute that if who you are isn't enough to keep them around, sex will not stop them from leaving. They just want to get everything they can because they were going to leave anyway. And boy, isn't it best to leave when you've already tasted everything? Just because they love you doesn't mean that they owe you sex. Listen up, ladies. You don't owe any man sex unless he's your husband. Likewise, no man owes you sex unless you're his wife. There are two sides to this. On the other hand, just because they sleep with you doesn't mean that they love you. Am I saying that casual sex is better? By no means. It just requires less work, but the ramifications remain more or less the same. You said that I was your soulmate. I did? When? When we were at that bed and breakfast having sex. You know, that doesn't... That doesn't what? Count. Have you ever wondered what would happen if sex were to be taken out of the picture? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I present to you celibacy. Abstinence is key, man. That's the very scary thing, dog. Sex. No so celibacy is the state of voluntary sexual abstention for a long period of time. You see, most people choose voluntary celibacy for religious reasons. However, let's put religion aside for a moment. You just need a heart and a brain. You don't need to be religious. To figure out how futile and pointless casual dating is. Again, it's all empty pleasures. As you may or may not know, I'm a Christian, therefore it's required of me to remain celibate until marriage. However, for me, it wasn't because of religious reasons that I first decided to practice celibacy. Obviously, being carnal, I indulge in the pleasures of this world, like everyone else, but they just didn't cut it for me. Sex only left me feeling empty, so I wanted to be celibate then, but I didn't know how to, so I kept falling every now and then. When I was lukewarm, I was tempted and I fell, but I didn't feel as bad as I did after becoming a devout believer. It's like everything was heightened, the emptiness, the shame, the guilt. Ugh. I was so convicted of my sin and I cried out to God and I said, I'd never ever want to go through that again. I swear, it was the worst feeling ever. All I knew is that I never wanted to feel that way ever again. Ah, so now here I am, celebrating over three years of no sexual activity whatsoever. And yes, including masturbation. <sighs> so good to say that. Honestly, to me, for the most part, staying celibate has been easy. Of course, it was hard at first, having been a psychological sex addict. Sex was my only way of dealing with my demons, but even it fell short. It never really made me feel better. In fact, it only made me feel worse. I hated myself after. If you're watching this and you're wondering how to overcome sexual addiction, well, my answer would be Jesus. Seriously, he is what worked for me. I couldn't do it alone. You know that verse that says, the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak? While I was weak and I just acknowledged that I needed him to help me. I prayed, I read the Bible, I fasted. I kept myself busy and I avoided every form of sensuality. Look, it's been over three years. I guess he answered me. And right now, I feel so much better and even look better. Relapsing is something I'm never gonna do. Cause for one, I know it's wrong. I'll be sinning against my own body and more importantly, against God. And secondly, the amount of pain and heart and emptiness that I know follows right after any kind of sex is enough to make me stay celibate. And thirdly, I love myself too much right now to let myself go through that ever again. You see, I would rather die single, lonely, and depressed than let myself experience this tremendous emptiness ever again. And lastly, it's not worth it. Sex is not a priority. It's nothing. It's actually so overrated. Do not misconstrue my words. Sex has its place. And what you don't understand is if you don't know what it was meant for, when it was meant for, 
for and what you're supposed to do with it, it will burn you. You see, sex is amazing and it's the right container. And the container for sex is marriage. It's such a powerful thing that God says, I have to give this thing a container or it can damage everything it comes in contact with. A good parent won't allow its child to have too much sugar. The child may cry for more, but in no way will the good parent let the child have more than what is needed. The child may think that the parent doesn't love it, but when it's older, it'll understand. As the sugar was given in its right measurement, so also is sex in its right container. Of course you can have all the sex you want, but only if you're married. Wisdom doesn't say this for no reason. It loves you too much to lead you astray. Just like a good parent only wants what's best for its child. When wisdom wants you against unmarital sex, it's for your own good. It's only trying to keep you from all the negatives that it brings with it, of which the negatives outweigh the few minutes of fun by far. How I wish they emphasized celibacy in schools. I wish they stressed more on the emotional, psychological, and the physical ramifications of sex. I think one of the best decisions anyone could ever make is to remain celibate until marriage. Because when you think about it, this lifestyle only comes with positives. There's so much to gain. I for one realize that I'm not missing out on anything, considering the amount of pressure instilled in us to be having great sex all the time by the culture. I don't care to fit in anymore. Because of FOMO, people start to engage in sensuality as early as they hit puberty, unfortunately. Look! Dare you to take a picture of his thing. But when you're celibate, you're able to cultivate a different kind of intimacy in relationships. You're able to connect with people on a whole nother level, intellectually, emotionally, which surpasses the physical connection by far. In fact, my self-esteem is risen. It's actually very empowering not to have to deal with the feeling of being used after sex. I'm in control now, and no one can use me for sex. The mental clarity that comes with a life of celibacy is unmatched. You get to discover what it is exactly that you want in relationships. Some might say that the downside to this lifestyle is when conversations stop right after you reveal that you're practicing celibacy. On the contrary, this is amazing, for it weeds out the ones who are not serious about you. It actually reveals the true intention of a person. Therefore, you don't get to waste your time on them. I think we should take a break. You're breaking up with me? It's not you. Of course it's me. It's me. I don't like you anymore. Statistics have shown that most casual dating end within six months. As they say, time is money, and no one has six months of their life to waste. Who wants to waste six months of their life with someone who doesn't want to keep them forever? Why settle for love? when you can have love. If sex is out of the picture, ask yourself this. Will your relationship still stand? If not, you're just better off apart. If the basis of your relationship is sex, chances are it will crumble. But you might argue, what if you wait till marriage and find out that you were not sexually compatible? Dude, why should you be so shallow? Answer me this. What if you're compatible in every other aspect but that? Then would you leave? And if you did leave, what would that say about you? Weren't you looking for a sex partner and not a life partner? It's not all about sex. There is more to life than sex. Come on. Besides, sex is a skill. You can always learn how to please your partner. And what if you were nothing but sexually compatible? Would you then leave after marriage? Even after you figured out that you're not intellectually, emotionally, and psychologically compatible, would you then leave? Of course not. Because you wouldn't even get that far. Not even close to an engagement. Because sex is not the reason to get married. People get married because they want to spend the rest of their lives with people they have a meaningful connection with. Sex is just a bonus expression of love for married couples. Because when it is God, God's timing and when it's right it is the most pleasurable amazing thing that produces so much life because anything God makes he makes it to be enjoyable and to be a blessing the expression true love waits is true if he loves you he's going to wait for you if she loves you she's gonna wait for you and one thing I know for sure which unfortunately I had to learn the hard way is that hearts are rarely broken when legs are closed I truly wish that someone would have told me this when I was younger I could have made better choices I've also learned that it's out of love that wisdom 
tells us not to awaken love before we start. If you're wise, you listen to wisdom for your own good and strive to learn from the mistakes of others. That way you won't make the same mistakes.